That was the Munster final of 1944. I wasn't at a rat <laughs> Most people that went to that game had to cycle to the final. Imagine if you asked people to cycle to it now. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Michael Burton, good morning to you. Welcome to the studio. Good morning. How, How are you keeping? You very good, very good. We're, um, you're, you're taking on an unbelievable challenge, and we'll get to that in just a little bit, that, uh, you know, in my darkest nightmares, I couldn't imagine to have to do. Um, to, to get yourself there, which is 32 Ironmans, Ironmen, what's the official? So I'm doing 32 half Ironmen. Right. So that's a 2K swim, a 90K cycle, and a half marathon. I'm doing one consecutively consecutively in every county that's only half like I know exactly that's uh, a people keep, keep people keep saying Iron Man and I'm like it's actually a half I mean still you know uh, I, I got my mother like Paddy Riley a song for every county when I was younger as one of these last ditch Christmas events so he has a song for like every county in Ireland this probably upstages it I think I think it does yeah. a little bit What's the, what are the logistics that go into planning where exactly you're going to do these things uh, it's quite difficult um so originally I thought I'd be able to get like a camper van and maybe like get it sponsored. So at the moment I'm more kind of looking at like Airbnbs and hotels to stay in and then just get a van and like travel around. Um, that's probably the hardest bit about it. Right. Is the look, logistics. The, the run bit and the swim bit. Uh, sorry, the run bit and the cycle bit are grand. Yeah. You can do them anywhere. Yeah. But the swim bit obviously needs a exactly, little bit of... Yeah. So you need to find like in Midlands, you need to find like lakes or uh, rivers. So I pretty much got onto every single triathlon club in the country and there's one pretty much in every county so they always they must have places to train so I got them to kind of help me out with where I'd be doing a swim or you know what route I could take so I'm trying to keep it as easy as possible because I'm doing consecutive days so low intensity um, and you know try to keep runs and cycles as flat as possible we were talking good planning we were talking to Sean O'Hara last November and he had done he was doing it for November as well actually yeah, one yeah, of his yeah. charities and uh, he was he had was it 31 marathons in 31 days something yeah yeah, yeah. I actually went out and ran with him one of the really? days yeah so um one of the girls, Aoife, from November as well, has kind of put me in contact with him or is going to put me in contact with him. But yeah. uh, he's doing well. He's doing all this stuff now as well. So. We'd spoken to him a couple of times during it and it was just like the physical thing was obviously one aspect of it, but also the mental thing of, you know, you're getting up every morning and you're back into the same thing. And like the aches and pains, you can probably run through to a degree. What's your expectation of the physical side of it? Is it is it beca- like because it's different sports, is it a bit easier to manage? Or um, Well, I suppose... Like the biggest bit of it is the cycle, and there's no impact or less, very little impact on that. Mm. So, like, if I have to run, if I have to walk the half marathon, I'll walk it every day. Uh, I'm not trying to do it for speed. I'm more right. trying to just get it done every single day. Um, and I think hopefully getting in the water every day will help with recovery as well. But I have. Um, one of my sponsors in Bray is giving me like those recovery boots to bring along with me. Oh, okay. So off grid and in Bray give me them so they'll help help as well. So yeah. And you're open to by the sounds of things, anybody else who wants to get involved and give a bit of support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I have some really good sponsors. I have two sponsors, um Hardy Partnership and Dunlargan uh construction who are like helping me out actually make it happen so you know giving me money for expenses and stuff like that so um, yeah it's yeah, anyone who wants to get involved please do please do and if you need to get in contact with us and we can put people in contact with you as well we've just been looking at some um, 
footage there as you were chatting away of your journey and, and where you've been at uh, and you are getting ready I need to mention this before we go any further you're getting ready for Triathai obviously this weekend I am indeed uh, like the rest of us sorry yeah. where, where are you at like I've done uh, <laughs> I've done I've done a little bit of training well maybe not that much I'm just doing the swim leg um, I, where are you at now are you is that all prep is done yeah so I did my last session this morning before coming in here so I went in I, it was just like a 1k swim in the pool right so Straight, I mean I, you, you do that in one go uh, I did sets of hundreds and then okay. so like uh, build so like starting slow and then so three easy three medium three hard and then like a little cool down good swimmer I was a good swimmer yeah I kind of came back to swimming like a beginning of lockdown when I kind of came back to Ireland um, but yeah I'm, I'm a decent enough swimmer um, yeah, well, look at we, uh, the famous words of the great man. We'll see you out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't Briefly. know what sort of shape we'll be in. Well, you won't see me for long. That is for sure. You'll be gone. You're on Sunday, aren't you? Uh, Sunday. You're probably doing the proper race on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Are you? I'm doing the proper race. I'm doing. <laughs> it's the, like the I'm Egypts the arrive dub- out on Sunday morning. Yeah. So you're doing a 250 meter swim, That's and I'm exactly. doing 3k. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody. 3k swim. Yeah. Um, that's uh, if you're those bursts obviously that 100 metre burst or whatever how does that work in terms of a 3k swim can you uh, no I can't hold it for that long right so yeah. you, at some point you know that you have to take a bit of a breather in the water is that it or what? well no what I'll do is I'll just pick a kind of pace to go at so okay. somewhere in that like 1 minute 50 range per 100 okay. metres and just try steadily go at that for the whole swim 150 for 100 metres right 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 okay be somewhat quicker than me, I'd say. Even, <laughs> even taking her time, I'd be. Uh, I I'd can't be, swim at all. Yeah, something I need to get into. Um, take us back, will you, to the start of your journey? You're from Enniskerry, and mm-hmm. you've had. You were very sporty, I think, when you were younger, and then there was yeah. a bit of a break. Take us back to Enniskerry when you were younger. Yeah. So, as a kid, I would have been very sporty, like done all sports: um, GAA, soccer, rugby, athletics. I was only thinking about this on the way in, and I think I'd played. You know, num- a number of sports up until I was about 15, 16, uh, like Gaelic football and, and rugby. And then I chose rugby and then gave up when I was about 17, like going into sixth year, just gave up rugby. Um, and then just had, I suppose, a, a period of time there where I was just extremely unhealthy, was like dealing with a lot of mental health things. And that kind of brought me up to pretty much the beginning of lockdown. So some people, I suppose, went into lockdown and you know it was bad for them for me personally it was actually a great thing like I started working from home that you know nominate people to do 5k challenge started and that got me back running again Um, and then I actually lost my job over in London and had to come back home Um, and I didn't have a car so I started cycling everywhere and I was close to Bray again so I started swimming again and then it kind of just went from there and I was like oh I'll do an Ironman Mm straight off the bat uh, which was torture I did that down in Killarney so it was like the Ring of Kerry and it was a scorching hot day and it was just terrible mm-hmm. and then after that I said you know what I'm going to do 32 half ones of these in 32 days and do it for charity if, so if, if we need to like if we need to stop burning fossil fuels and change the way we live and I've just thought about this the other day we would be no less happy doing the things that nature basically allows us to. And everything you did, swimming, running, cycling, is all in tune with nature and doing natural things that are good for you. You don't need to do fancy things. You don't need to be mega wealthy to be happy. Like, Yeah, I think. that's definitely something that is, it's such a, such a, it's such a good point. Like my, where I am now compared to where I was then, especially not like living in London in that kind of, 
Rat race. Rat race, epicenter. Like, I'm much happier doing what I'm doing now. Like, I left my nine-to-five job in an office in January and just went kind of working on a golf course, like, out in the open every single day, up early. Um, And my whole mindset and mood has just gone to a whole different level. I'm just in a much better place now than I ever was before. Um, You mentioned, uh, was it about 18 that you noticed some sort of mental health issues had cropped up? Was that around leaving cert time or what was it? Yeah, it it was leaving cert time. Like, (laughs) my mum will tell you that I didn't really put too much effort into the leaving cert. I was more concerned about my six-year holiday. But, um, yeah, that sort of time, I suppose, um, I would have been struggling quite a lot with kind of self-worth and like where like who I was in regards to like my friend group and Mm -hmm. whether or not I even wanted to be here to be honest um so that whole kind of and I would have used like drink and kind of partying as like a a release rather than just going out and having a run and using more I suppose better better ways to combat like my mental health issues now exercise isn't like a fix-all for like mental health i must say that but it definitely is a way in which to help it rather than going out and drinking all the time did, did that bob was that something that was bubbling up for you and suddenly you yeah. realized that it, or was it so it was more yeah it was something that i would have had probably from like probably probably from a young enough age of like 14 um but i was i was doing a lot of sport then and when i gave everything up like everything just went completely off the rails for me up until I was about 23, 24. It's a lot of it, an awful challenge for young people as well when they leave school and mm. the, that progression from being a basically a kid to an adult where yeah. the real world is there, I think it's really, really difficult for people. So much pressure is put on people to know what they want to do, mm. to go into certain jobs. To even the leaving cert. Even the leaving oh. cert. Like, but like so much pressure is put on. And, I, and, it's, and sometimes it's not even pressure from other people. It's just societal pressure and then you end up putting it on yourself. Um, and you know you're looking at your friends doing certain things you're like why am I doing that or why don't I enjoy doing that and then it just kind of rolls over and rolls over you talk to us a little about that spiral nature because I think like the point about the leaving cert is so important particularly given the time of the year that we're at right mm-hmm. now and the number of people out there who are who are having these battles themselves and mm-hmm. like we had Sean O'Hara uh, uh, in and he was talking about that thing of not having the toolbox or the yeah. communication the, the ability to be able to talk to people and, and communicate that stuff can you talk to us a little bit about your experience because I think people will get something from it Michael if you don't mind just in terms of that spiral and like you mentioned about you know um, your friend group and that that yeah. type of thing how that uh, played yeah. out for you over that period like, of time I suppose for me it just a lot of it was just so irrational like irrational thoughts that I didn't have the tools to deal with to understand and put things into perspective and like to take a kind of take a step back and be like actually no this is what's actually happening and this is what I'm perceiving that's happening and that's a huge thing for I think young mm. people mm. like um, it's just I think nowadays in, in the environment that we have and the society that we have it's just so important for young people to actually learn about what's real and what's not real because there's so much stuff for teenagers that they see and they perceive it to be real because they don't know what's actually real and what's not real on social media and stuff like that and this creates just an unhealthy environment for people moving up through the world and into kind of adulthood about what's actually real and what's not real and for me I just struggled with understanding even within my friend group around 
you know, what was actually happening and what I was perceived happening and what I was kind of, what my head was telling me rather than what was actually the case. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier on that it got very bad for you. You, yeah. you think the phrase you used was you weren't sure if you wanted to be here. Yeah, yeah, I, I did make attempts at my life um, on a number of occasions, um, which I look back at now and just think, you know, that was so silly. Like, I have amazing friends, I have amazing family, um, I've got an amazing group of people around me now and I had all those people there but I just didn't open my mouth or like seek any sort of help whatsoever around you know speaking out about like the issues that I was having and um, a problem and it's so cheesy to say but like a problem shared is a problem halved and like the minute I started to open up even to like my friend group or family stuff just became a lot better um, and then when I went and got like kind of went in and did like different sort of like courses like CBT and different things like that it just my my whole outlook on life just became so much better you get wrapped up as well in your own kind of thing and like yeah. it just becomes so big but like everyone has an issue like everyone in this world has some sort of an issue and we're all we're all just like plugging along at times and yeah. you've got to appreciate that like it is so easy to say it's you know talk and talking is good and that but it really is like it really really is even yeah. to your friend like I can't I can't stress it enough like and it's that it's that thing that happens sometimes where it's like a this like negative loop in your head and it can just go on and on and on like it can go on for weeks or it can go on for days it doesn't it doesn't really have a time frame and it'll have a weight exactly and it just has this weight and it just like brings you down and makes you tired and just stresses you out and the sooner you can just be like like sit somebody down and say this is what's going on like the the better it becomes straight away mm-hmm. Do you remember the first conversation you had? So the importance of speaking and talking to somebody about it. Yeah. But but that moment of going, I need help or I need to talk about this thing. Do you remember the first conversation you had about it? Yeah, first conversation I had was with my mum. And then the second conversation I had was with um, a couple of my friends on different occasions, but like within the same time Mm. frame. And was your mum going, okay... I get it now. Or what was the... Um, was just, in, again, in terms of people that are that are tuned in and interested in that area of it and... Yeah. I Yeah, she was probably like... Yeah, like... W- she was probably a bit worried and then a bit concerned and then uh, even at that time when I had have talked about it, like, there was a time frame after that where I probably got a little bit worse rather than get mm-hmm. better, like, got better, where I probably went even more off the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'd say for her was quite... Um, stressful mm-hmm. um, but then kind of when I moved away to London and that whole rat race that was a whole different aspect to where I kind of was mentally um, but now like just um, I'd say she's probably looking at me and saying just thank God like do you know what I mean yeah I'm uh, not there and um, what what I, I, you have to obviously keep keep up your mental health and the exercise thing like you say helps yeah. there's probably I'm sure there's a load of little sort of bits and pieces that you can be doing yeah. so that's the sort of thing you need to check in with yourself I presume every now and then and just say where am I yeah. at and yeah like um, I just try to do things I try to have a routine like every single day um, of just I suppose being grateful for everything that you have and everything that you can do you can even just taking like five minutes to just you know, say three things that you're grateful for in a day helps. 
somebody once said to me that like there's you know even in terms of this business and the you know feedback loop that you get or people giving you bits of feedback or, or criticism at times or whatever you only have to look at the YouTube comments this morning and you'll get a sense of what's going on mm-hmm. but that uh, no YouTube commenter would be as harsh on you as you are yourself mm-hmm. that that sort of inner speak can be pretty cutting at times which I think is uh, yeah. something that people don't often uh, don't often communicate about yeah 100% You're, you are definitely your own hardest critic I've definitely found that like even like when different situations would happen and I'd be like stressing out about what I might have said or mm. how I was around somebody and then I'll say it to a friend and they'd be like what are you talking about yeah. it's, not how, it, it, that's it, how, it's not how it was it's have, funny as well in lockdown when you saw the amount of people who had started like sea swimming and mm. cycling or running and realising oh my god like mm. the, to get into the water for two minutes like mm. when it's cold without even swimming you come out and all your problems have actually just gone it's I, amazing. I, I've never. I, I every every time I say this, like I go to like the seafront and like I'd be with a friend or something. They they'd be like, "Oh, I don't really want to get in." I'd be like, "You never regret a sea swim. Mm. Yeah. Just get in and get out." Like you, mm. you it's never like the, the it. worst part is that like ten seconds just before you get in. Yeah. Even the getting in bit is not the worst. It's no, just yeah. that no. Once you once you get in in February or March, it's actually when you're in the water. <laughs> yeah. like, but the, the colder it is, the better you feel afterwards. And yeah. like I've been saying this, we need to get like solar showers at all these spots so that you can get in and have a hot shower afterwards and just get rid of that fear because I, I, it's an amazing experience. Like you go in with a million problems and half of them are gone when you come out. Yeah, they need shelters as well at all these places and like pl- places where you can have like secure like leave your stuff. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and it's free. And it's free. It's free, like. Have you, um, Sean? Again, when we were talking to him last last November, was talking about the idea that once he started speaking about it, I think this might be the first time you've spoken about it in this type of a platform. Yeah. So you might be sort of prepared for this bit. But have you found that he found that other people would come and chat to him and open up themselves? Yeah. About where they were at. Have you found? Yeah, I, I, I would have found that a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I suppose I haven't been shy about it. Put it up on like any of my social platforms as well. Like yeah. I've put up videos talking about it and talking about he- like where I was at headspace wise and, and other things like that. So um, and I put out a promo video for this and I talk about it in that um, as a whole. So yeah. isn't, that, isn't that amazing progression where you went from like being unable to look after yourself to suddenly helping loads, loads of other people? Yeah, like that's that's a great journey. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the power and uh, uh, of having an open, honest conversation like this. So uh-huh. we really appreciate you coming in. We should yes. have this slot now every day, like where we kind of like self help kind of self help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you could lead the way on that, Johnny. <laughs> Jigsaw, Movember, and the Irish Cancer Society are the three charities that you're raising money they for. Are, yeah. What? There'll be plenty of people watching this morning who'll want to get involved. What's your? Uh, tell them where they should go. Yeah, yeah. So I have, uh, I have on my Instagram, I have. Um, my link tree so that has an I donate link so the money put into there would be split between all three charities I also have a website up um, the 32 the 32 32 32 challenge um, where it has like a little brief around everything you can get links to my socials as well I do have an Instagram page for the challenge but I don't have access to it at the moment because uh, Instagram locked me out for some reason so I'm having a, a bit of a row with them about trying to get back into that I was posting all my workouts every single day okay. um, but yeah that's where you'll get me and Michael Niall Burton is my personal page I, uh, I'm posting stuff on there as well Great and look at people who are watching will be following us as well so we'll put out that uh, on our own social accounts over the course of the afternoon as well uh, Thanks a million for coming in thanks for being so honest and um, we're going to keep uh, tracking things with you over the next while as well and yep. we will see you in a thigh of course is the, uh, you know, Yeah 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 I'll be there tomorrow bright and early 
Good man. Well, listen, best of luck with that. Michael Burton, thanks a million for coming in to us. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 